0: Through sharing our gifts, talents, and stories, you'll obtain the resources, strategies, and tools you need on your journey of healing and growth. Step into your authentic self, moving beyond your best plan. Thank you for joining us. Today, we are discussing... COVID and mindset. What a topic. There couldn't be a better time than to discuss COVID-19 and our mindsets around what's happening. It's a real situation that's happening to us all around the world today. And I think it's a really important topic to discuss on how we might be able to inspire each other to just react and maybe make a couple of shifts in the right direction of changing our mindset and mm-hmm. and really wrapping our minds and hearts around this massive global pandemic. I mean I, I feel like the word pandemic is being just I guess pandemic and pivot are <laughs> hand in hand <laughs> these Mars days and just popular words, but that is our reality. That that is what we're going through. We have a very serious situation that mm-hmm. none of us have mm-hmm. ever faced before. I don't think I ever imagined in my whole life that this is something that we would face. I don't know about you, Catherine or Whitney, but I just never pictured our world would be going through something at the same time. Right.
1: I've never thought it's wild.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's really something to wrap your mind around. Right. Right. Whitney, do you have a couple of things that you could share with us today of how you've readjusted your mindset during this time to kind of work yourself towards really succeeding in something where a lot of people are feeling fear and anxiety and panic and you know, a lot of sadness. There are a lot of people facing just very intense feelings they didn't know they were going to be coming across in 2020.
2: That is very true. and You know, when we started 2020 or even before we actually started 2020, there were all these thoughts of visions of 2020 and it was going to be this great eye-opening experience, right? Vision 2020, 2020 vision, people just seeing that things were going to be great. And I, quite frankly, was among them. And the year started off great. And then things started to take a little bit of a turn. I <laughs> I would say that I feel really blessed actually in this situation that I haven't I haven't really had to make much of a shift because I think I have been working with incremental shifts continuously for I, I'm gonna say really the past 15 years since, you know, the worst thing that has happened in my life, of course, and I've talked about this in previous episodes, is the loss of my son. And so for me, it helps me put everything else in perspective. And the way I see what's happening right now is instead of it being the worst thing that happened to me, it's kind of like this worst thing on a global scale, right? But when I step out of the globalness, even out of the national level and just step back into myself and and this is how I keep myself grounded and in a positive mindset in this. Because if I think about it globally, it's easy to get overwhelmed. And so I have to just keep saying, what can you do, Whitney? What are you feeling? What's happening right now in your world? And it's not that I don't care about the bigger picture, but when I'm overwhelmed, I can't act. I can't do anything. And so in order to keep taking steps forward, I have to not look at a picture that's bigger than what I can manage. And so I get that they're very real issues and some of them for some people seem insurmountable, but I think the best way to, you know, deal with this and move forward is just to step back from the vastness and bring it in. If you want to say, get selfish for a minute, get selfish and focus on yourself And say, what am I dealing with personally? What can I do if there's something that's not going well? What can I do? What small actions can I take one step after another? And so that's the approach that I've taken thus far. I allow myself to feel what I feel when I feel it. That's just the place that I have landed in my life. But when I start to, it, it starts to well up inside me, I actually go back inside and focus on what I can do.
0: One of the things that I really heard you say was manage the mindset. So you're not letting it just run amok. What kind of tools are you using daily that help you manage that mindset that you could share with us?
2: I wake up every day intentionally. (laughs) I wake up in gratitude and then, and I've gotten really focused on this in the last couple of weeks since the the last UPW, the Unleash the Power Within, the Tony Robbins event, the last couple of weeks really focused on this mindset of when I say go, we go. And that's my (laughs) mantra every morning to be up before my alarm clock actually goes off, to wake up in gratitude, and then to be very intentional about how I start my day. And I start with meditation, prayer, exercise, i <laughs> journaling, and all of these things help me get grounded and to connect to what I'm feeling. If I'm filling out a source, I write about it and just get it out. And once it's out, I can move on because... It's not inside me like swirling in my head does does that make sense mm-hmm. right yeah. when, when you have things inside the best the waste way I have found is just to get it out and then to start asking some questions about and I'm sure Claudette will get into this talking about the truth is asking the questions about what the truth of the matter is right in the end all I can do is manage and handle Whitney, right? I can't I can't act for anyone. I can't act, I love you guys, but I can't do anything for any of the four of you. I can't I can't make you act. I can't, you know, change your mindset. So all I can do is mine and then let that kind of resonate or emanate out from me.
0: I think some of my friends, when I hear them talk about making that like kind of big shift in their day, so many people are lost about how to figure out the timing. I've seen you have a real commitment recently, actually through the pandemic, on committing to Mm -hmm. your your morning routine. And Mm -hmm. that seems to be what you said is really making the biggest impact on your mindset for the rest of the day, the rest of the week, the rest of the month. And what is it, how did you wrap your hands around the timing on that? Because I think that's where a lot of us struggle.
2: Grace is one of those things, right? Is to be flexible and to give myself grace. So I have an ideal. I don't always get the ideal done (laughs) and it's okay. Uh, There uh, is a book called The Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod and it lays out a plan for, you know, a morning routine. It's just one of 7 billion there's 7 billion people on this planet. There's 7 billion different ways you can have a morning routine. It doesn't have to be the way anyone else does it. And I think when we let go of the notion that it has to be perfect, that it has to be any particular way and flow with what works for you, it is when you get the the right outcome for you. So I have played around with it over the course of years. I've done lots of different things and right now I'm in a groove that like I said it starts with the first thing is is a thought and a prayer of gratitude and then I start my meditation which is starts with guided meditation and then I do affirmations and then you know I, I get my cup of hot lemon water and you know I go sit outside and and I'm priming and all of these things and they're just kind of laid out one after the other. But if I don't do something, I just don't I just don't do it. And it's okay. And again, when we start to feel like if we don't do it some particular way that there's something wrong with us, then that's what creates the problem. The end goal is it's to not create more angst for yourself. It's to give yourself the freedom to move into your day in the best way
3: possible. Sounds like all of us have like gratitude <laughs> in the morning. Like all of us were like, what, how you start your day, if not all of us, most of us have a very, very similar morning practice.
0: Absolutely.
2: Especially, and we get to see you because you you guide, Kathleen, you're guiding people, you know, with your practice online, right? You've Mm. got a practice that you are actually helping other people step into that space of mindfulness and gratitude and grace. And it's beautiful to watch you do that every morning. I don't always see you live, but I do watch you.
0: I love that. Okay. Thank you. It's nine thirty every morning, right?
3: Or is it just Monday through Friday? You do it's a Monday, Monday through Friday, Monday through Friday, at nine a.m. And what I do is give people <laughs> tips. This is interesting because I do like I give people tips on how to move through sudden and unexpected change in their life. And we're talking about COVID right now, and so we start which, with that, and then we do a clarity uh, yeah. pick, which is the card of the day through Oracle cards, which we could talk about later when. When we get to me, and then I do a guided meditation at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So. And that's on Facebook. That's where we can join you,
0: Facebook Live?
3: It is live at Kathleen L's public page.
4: Perfect. We can
0: put a link in for her when we publish this. Absolutely. We'll publish the link for you. But I was thinking about you in the sense that, you know, maybe, I don't know, maybe people don't know this, but you're in flux of where you're living and to be in such uncertain times how did that feel for you what was did that even affect you at all or did you just roll with it
4: well i mean you know the habit i've gotten into is connecting to truth and so when everything kind of started happening i had a loss of income from particular deals i'd put together you know we can make our best plans right <laughs> <We> can, <laughs> And um, I had done business mastery with Tony Robbins with the Platinum Partnership, and I felt like something was coming. So I felt like, you know, something is coming. I watched the stock market, and there were a lot of people placing a billion dollars on long puts. And I was like, something's getting ready to happen. And we've known for a while, economists and different... I used to you know, look at economic trends that something's going to happen. I just never would have dreamed it was pandemic and shutting down restaurants and airlines and things like that. So it's been a little different. And I had a pretty huge loss in just three days. And I just... I started to get that anxiety. I started to have a fear try to come over me. But the practice of, of just stopping that. See, I think if we get in the habit of going, do I want to experience and spin in this for days and, and kind of spin down the toilet? Or do I want to just go, I know who I am. And, and I visualize freezing that feeling. And it's not that I don't feel it. It's just I felt anxiety enough in my life that I freaking know what it feels like, okay? So I just freeze it, and then I went, what do I believe that's allowing this? And it was, you're gonna go broke. You know, that, that just came up right away. It was like, you're gonna go broke. And I go, what's the truth? And the truth that I got is in every crashed economy, people still make money if they pivot and change their perception that is the truth I got. And I was like, write that truth on my heart. And I, I said, remove the anxiety, heal my heart, return my power to me filtered. And I just re Now, yes, I'm looking for my next investment property I've made and that I will live in. Okay. As a residence, I've made like six offers, but the numbers have to work right? It's just, it's an investment thing for me. It's a, it's a purchase and that type of thing. So I've been fortunate enough to be with a a friend when I am in, uh, you know, Raleigh. I'm not here all the time. I am a wanderer. (laughs) So I've been traveling along the coast or along the mountains and just, you know, kind of enjoying life. So I know that my identity is not based on where I live. And my identity is within me. It's not based on anything outside of me. I did have to get used to, you know, moving out of the place I had and then following that guidance. But I will say this, following the guidance has been the most liberating thing I've ever done. Wow. That's amazing. You know, so I have never felt so free and flexible and I'm just, you know, it, Yes, I was uncomfortable for a minute here or a minute there, but I've settled into it and I, you know, I have stuff in storage so but I'll find the right investment. Hopefully a multifamily. I mean whatever, you know, I'll find the right one. And I just know that. So timing is everything and I I believe the market's going to go down even more. I believe it is going to crash. We're going to see foreclosures come in. Unfortunately, if I can help those people keep their house, I'm already setting up programs to be able to help those people and a website's going live in, next week. So, but if I can't help them, at least we can strategically give them an exit for their property, you know, so I'm just getting ready for that. And you know, if I have to pivot again, I'll pivot again. Like we are eternal. We're powerful And if we just get out of the spin of the emotion, which blocks any knowledge or wisdom coming forward, if we just step out of that long enough and we freeze that and we just ask for guidance and then we follow that, I believe anyone can be okay. Even if you're down to your last penny and I've been there. And so there is a Facebook group and I want to put a link, I'll send the link to you, Sarah, of anyone who needs groceries, You can, it's nationwide, and you can actually post in this group, and if you are in a situation where you don't know where your food is coming from, post in the group what your needs are, create a grocery list, and people go in there, and they, you know, ship it from Walmart, from a grocery store, from Instacart, whatever, to your home, and I discovered this, and this is a way that my company can help other people in need, and I just think we need to post that, And it's just the easiest thing. It took me 15 minutes to do the grocery list from Walmart and have it delivered in two hours. You know, and it was amazing. Yeah. And so I'm like, there is no need. You are in America and there is no need to starve in America. There's no need to do without. There are people that will help and ask for it. And don't let pride stop you from asking for help.
0: Don't don't let that
4: happen because you know, the universe wants to gift you. Mm. So
0: we'll have that link in there. So. I love that. Thank you, Claudette. I think one of the yes. things that really stood out for me that you said was you changed your perception. And it also, yes. I'm hearing from you that none of this is permanent, right? Everything of is temporary. So the perception yes. and the mindset that's helped you move forward has been just understanding this is just in the moment and we're all going to move through it and, and come out on the other side. Okay. I love
4: that. Yeah. And curiosity, like I know that I'm running investment real estate company, but in a residential, but I also know what I'm doing with the truth method and how that's growing to fulfill my purpose to help others. And I know I will not recognize my life in six months from now. And I know that this is a time that it's just flexibility and trust, Mm. you know, for my life to be shaped in the manner that it needs to be, to be in alignment with everything. And I think when we trust that, you know, have fun, like pivot change. I mean, we're eternal. We can come up with ideas. We can come up with ways to create income There are people that are still making money for those who've lost jobs, lost money. There's people still making money. What are they spending money on? Start to look at those things and can you fill a gap? This is where a lot of creative businesses are going to start rising and coming forward if we just get out of the emotional spin and we ask for the truth about what's happening and the wisdom and knowledge for what to do next. Like ask and ye shall receive and wait for that answer to rise within you. You know, I mean,
2: that's, one, that's a really good point because there are going to be jobs that are not going to come back, right? Yes. It's just, that's the way it it works. And you've made the point that in every economy, down economy, there are new businesses. There are people who will grow and prosper. And the best thing we can do individually, and going back to my point earlier, it's like, we could look at the global situation or the national situation and be overwhelmed with that, but ask the question, what can I do? What can I do? What tools, resources, gifts, talents, abilities do I personally have that can fill a need that someone else has? Where can I provide value that someone else will pay for. And it may not be the way you envisioned it. It may not be the way it was before, but that doesn't mean it can't be. And Stop
4: holding on to what was. Exactly. And and be flexible. To me, perception is everything and it's flexible. I have plans. I have all that, but I'm willing to adjust as needed. Because I think when we do that, And, you know, for those that are listening, if you've never felt like you've quite gotten into your purpose or your niche or whatever you're supposed to do, maybe it's now that you do it. Maybe it was for this time that you rise. Maybe it is for this time that you, your soul awakens to who you are because you can work beyond this. You can There's
1: been so much inspiration around what can we create through this COVID pandemic. And it's been, you know, we've seen that with businesses. We've seen that through stories and examples of people we get to be connected with, how people have changed their lives, how we've gotten back to basics, right? How the family unit, even if it wasn't by choice, have gotten to come together. You know, I have dear friends who are always on the go. They have kids in school <clears> and all kinds of extracurricular activities, mom, dad, both working, you know, and it's like now they're having family dinners again. They're connecting, you know, it's been this sort of back to basics. What are the necessities? What's really important? It's been super challenging for people you know, with all that inspiration, you know, I think it's important to also like know that, you know, I get to through some of the work I do, I'm not even allowed to really talk about it on the podcast because of compliance and regulation issues. But, you know, I get to work with people on their mind, body, finances, family. I get to really be, you know, it's it's a blessing to gift to get to work with people on these super important parts of life. And I've seen, I've personally have experienced it across the boards from people who are seriously scared. I have a client who won't even go in his backyard without a mask on to people who, you know, and I would put myself in this category who, you know, we're not scared. My biggest fear is, having it and not knowing and then passing it, being in that asymptomatic category. And everyone in between, I have a dear friend that lives right outside of Manhattan who, you know, three of her close neighbors passed away, family members passed away, cousins, dear friends got it, survived. But, you know, she is pretty freaked out about it because she's experienced so much loss around it in her whole life, in her own life. I have a friend who... Their family, they caught it. Wife's a nurse. You know, they had very low to no symptoms. Their nine-month-old baby got it, tested positive, but had zero symptoms, you know? And so it's just so across the boards, right? The markets, you know, dropped at the end of March and have come back nicely. Real estate markets are very strong right now, residential real estate markets. So even with the, in the midst of all this uncertainty that's happening for people, you know, across the boards, we still have positivity, right? With economy, with markets, inspiring, you know, parents becoming teachers and just making it work the best. This has so many emotions flowing through all of us. I don't want us to have a naive approach because, you know, that this really is impacting people. And so our intention here on this podcast is to also give tools of, you know, how do we keep our mind right? Right. We, you know, we, for many of us, I know all of us on this podcast, we all have a morning routine, which is essential. Keeping our mind right, I would say is like number one through this whole COVID situation. How do you do that? You have a morning routine where you feed your body, you nourish it, you move it, you move your body. This also boosts your immune system which is critical right we catch viruses we get sick because our immune system has caught something or has been you know depleted in some way stress is one of the main reasons our immune system depletes minimize the amount of time you listen to the news and take it for a grain of salt remember the news is a business their job is to create viewership create ratings right Guess what? We are more inclined to go turn on the news when there's a negative headline, right? Or pick up the newspaper where there's some sort of negative or dramatic headline than a headline that's positive. That there's been studies shown on that we're just more drawn to those negative headlines. So know that the news is a business. I'm a person where I like to look at the positive news first. I'd say I'm definitely more, last half full person. But I also look at the data, right? Like 90% of the deaths has happened with people 60 or older. A huge majority of that has been in nursing homes, right? If you're younger, if you keep your immune system healthy, right? You have a lower chance of dying from it. The death rate, 153,000 deaths as of like the last few days, right? That sounds like a lot. That is a lot. Trust me. And people hear that. And I talk to people every day about it. They go 150,000 deaths. Oh my gosh. I go, what is the death rate? How do you determine the death rate? Right? It's taking that 150,000 and you divide it by the 330 million Americans that we have. Guess what? The death rate, it's like Less than a quarter of one percent. It's like 10, it's ten basis points, which is ten percent of one percent of the population. Very, very low. You mean really,
4: really, 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 really low.
1: Very low. So <laughs> I think she low. said really low. Yeah, I mean, tiny. It's but listen, it's still scary. I get it, but we got to put it into a real perspective here, a real perspective, and so that's where my mind goes what do these numbers even mean? Originally they were saying, Dr. Fauci, five, six, seven percent death rate. We haven't even made it to one percent. I think it's important to put all this data that we're getting thrown at us every single day into some level of perspective. That's just how my mind works. And so, yeah, so that's kind of been... I think I just went off on a little bit of a tangent.
4: (laughs) It was a good one. the data data is 157 Mm -hmm. today, 157 deaths out of 4.75 million confirmed cases. You mean 157,000. 157, sorry, 157, I say K, but 157,000 out of 4.7 Five million. Hmm. So somebody do my numbers I think,
1: on I think that. One. Cases Sorry, are go going ahead. up, right? And this has gotten people back into this fear mode, right? Cases are going up. Some things are starting to, you know, close back down. It's actually really positive that cases are going up. More people are getting it, but less people are dying. The death rate was, you know, a quarter of one percent. Now it's about a tenth of a percent right? So cases are going up, but less people are dying. It's actually favorable news. I heard a doctor, I'll kind of conclude my little spiel now. Recently, I heard a doctor say, this is a doctor that was dealing with coronavirus in the trenches of it all. This is just as much a pandemic of fear as it is human health. And I thought that was very powerful. Can you say that again? This was just... (laughs) As much a pandemic of fear
0: as it is human health, mm. right? Right. So I true. love that. So, Catherine. I mean, what I love about you is you are our analytical girl on the call. You you are our numbers woman, and I love that you are able to really kind of just get us to realize what a small percentage it is. And th- and that's all about perspective too. And mindset of it's not 50% of the people in your neighborhood. It's just not right. So I love that message that it, you really need to pay attention to what the reality of it is. And I think that, you know, that's just a solid, solid message Kathleen, one of the things that I've loved about what you're doing these days is what we just talked about recently, where you've got that Facebook Live and you're supporting people and helping people gain the tools and resources on a daily basis of how they can change their mindset and get their day going in the right direction.
3: Yeah, I appreciate that. And Catherine, I just really want to say thank you for bringing the data out for what it is. And I also want to acknowledge those who have lost someone suddenly and yeah. unexpectedly through COVID. Yeah, This is real to you and data doesn't matter to you. And so I just want to say that we're not lessening the impact on you, that we understand that it is trauma to you and Whitney's been through it. I've been through it. Losing a child or losing a loved one suddenly and unexpectedly is not a pleasant thing to go through. So Mm -hmm. know that we're not taking away from you. And there is a need to tell, say, what the data really is. And it's so interesting that we're talking about this today because the card that I picked, the Oracle card that I picked this morning for the daily card was called Opening to Discovery. And the bottom line about that is, so I could go into a whole reading just on that alone, but the bottom line to that is, is like, what data are you allowing into your energy field? We are being fed data constantly, whether it's media, whether it's your phone, whether it's um, social media, there's constant data being fed to us. We get to choose what data we allow into our, our consciousness. We can consciously choose whether we want to focus on energy that helps us grow and expand or energy that helps us create more fear and limiting beliefs. And so we can choose that by responding versus reacting. And we do that through our ego. Now, ego, an ego is important. And I, I don't think an ego is bad. And ego is, can, be, can be considered when you react with your head, it's edging God out. And when you respond with your heart, you're easing God's order. And so what is happening right now in our world is what's happening in our world. And we can choose to focus on all the negative that we think that we hear, or we can choose to really focus on the amazing, wonderful, pivoting that people are doing and creations that people are doing and support like I'm doing and like all of us are doing really in our own ways. We're all, all five of us are doing that. And so I just wanted to add that there are coping mechanisms. And one of the things I tell people when they go through sudden and unexpected loss or change instantly is the three B's. I might've mentioned that last week was just be in the moment. You know, meaning be in the moment. Don't think too far out. Believe you're not alone. Just believe you're not alone. People are there for you. And breathe. Just do a breathing exercise. Connect to your heart versus being in your head of fear. Connect to what's really consciously around you and being supported to you and how you can do that. And today's message in my thing was meditate, spend five minutes and listen to a guided meditation, 10 minutes, you know, listen to a guided meditation on YouTube. Listen to me. I'm not here to sell me. YouTube has millions of guided meditations. Choose what's right for you. And Whitney said this earlier to wrap it back up to what Whitney started with. It's like, what we do is not what you have to do. You know, all of us have a morning practice and we all do it a little differently. But what we have all in our morning practice is gratitude. Because when you're in gratitude, then it's hard to be in
4: fear. Yeah, so true. It's really hard to be in fear. I do want to say something. I'm calculating death rate at 3.8% worldwide. Worldwide. If you take the number of deaths divided by cases. So I didn't want someone to be listening to this and... You know, but that's what I'm calculating. And that's one of those
2: things that goes with data, (laughs) the (laughs) data and statistics, right? right, Depends on the numbers that you use. So if you calculate death rate of cases against those that have died, as opposed to population against those who have died, you're going to get totally different kinds of numbers right. and in
4: population it is well below one percent exactly and um, exactly. the number of people that get infected versus dying and it's so it's around 3.8 it
2: matches the flu and I don't think we should here in particular yeah. get caught up in the data I think mm-hmm. the point though was well taken mm-hmm. yes is that look at it in a perspective. You've got to have a perspective about it. You've got to look at it in a broad context. And this, again, is not to minimize anything. This living through COVID or living with the aftermath of someone who has passed during this time may be the worst thing that happens to you. In your right. Yeah, in your lifetime. It, yeah. it may be the worst thing that happens in your lifetime, but it may not be for other people. And I, one of the things we have got to do when it comes to mindset and living with other people is to allow people to be where they are, right? And help them to be somewhere else by being a loving example of another way to be. And the thing that I love about the four of you, us collectively, probably a large number of the people that we are all connected with because we share some same circles. And then we have our other circles is or are the people that we have chosen to be connected to and having high vibrational energies and choosing, and and I don't remember who said this, but this really mindset is about choice. You can have a fixed mindset or a growth mindset. It's your option of how you choose to live your life, whether it's in fear or gratitude. Kathleen said, you can't do both at the same time. You just can't. They don't, coexist they can't coexist so pick one (laughs) and if the one you pick isn't working for you then pick something else pick another it's your choice pick exactly pick another one so if you want to be live in fear that's fine personally i'm not going to chastise you but I would just say, ask the question, how's that working for you? I'm no Dr. Phil. But I would just how's say it's not as fun. You? It's just I, not quite it as fun. How's it working for you? And it's probably not because it is in that place, that vibrational energy where other things breed, right? It is in that space that you're in the anxiety and stress. And we can give you tools all day long, but if, you don't choose to change your mindset and to avail yourself of the tools, then it it really doesn't matter what we do or what we say. And in the end, the, the bottom line is you have to choose for yourself what you want to live with in your life. And I am a values and priorities girl. I will say this probably every single week that we are on this show, that you have to have a vision for your life that revolves around your values and your priorities. And if they are not in alignment, you're going to end up in these other places down, you know, spiral staircases, taking you places you just don't want to go. So, you know, be in touch with your values and priorities, take actions, make choices that are in alignment with those and and the vision that you have for your life. And if positivity is where you want to go, then avail yourself of the tools and the resources that we're sharing Because that's how you get there. Success leaves clues. It is not something that any of us have created, or except for Claudette in the truth method, that the rest of us haven't created anything we're talking about here. And you get to decide what you want it to look like.
3: Yeah, I just want to, can I just add one more thing? Sorry, but one more thing is like, and this is not saying when you're living in positive that you don't have fear. My daughter was tested positive for COVID. Let me tell you, when she was tested positive for COVID, fear ran through me. Like Uh it was there. But what I did was allow myself to feel those emotions and move through it and not stay in it. And I still had fear. I've already lost one child. The thought of losing another child, just, mm-hmm. it could not cross my mind. Like I was I, I was in denial for a bit that like she, no, you don't have it. No, you don't have it. No, you don't have it. But she did. So I just wanted to like move through your emotions, allow them to move through. It's not to say you're not going to be scared at times. You're not going to be in fear. Just acknowledge it and move through it i'm sorry sarah i've been like but you're
2: right kathleen but you're right it's, It's it's a difference between living in it and experiencing it and moving through it i like that
4: yeah where do you want to set up your home address do you want to set it up in fear or do you want to understand that fear is part of this world And, you know, what do you believe that allows it? What's the truth processing through it, going to the other side of it and not staying in it? That's what Kathleen is saying. It's it's just where do you want to keep your home address for your emotional state and your being and who you are? And we think that we don't have a choice. We actually do. And just going, wait a minute, I do have a choice is the beginning of that journey. Just acknowledging we have a choice. Yes.
0: Sorry, Sarah, go ahead. Oh, you're fine. A couple years ago, I was feeling stuck, real stuck. And I just didn't feel like I could get work to move the direction I wanted it to move. I couldn't get my, my emotions to move the direction I wanted them to move. And there were people around me that were also seemingly stuck as well. And I was inspired to contribute. And that's something that you brought up, Claudette, is contribution. And so I went out and did is I found ways to volunteer during the holidays. And I started in October, and I took it all the way through January. And I wasn't feeling financially capable of making the same type of donations I had over the holidays the years before. So I got... got with myself and I found time. I missed events with friends so that I could go volunteer. I missed, you know, going to dinner with my husband so that I could go volunteer. I found time to contribute to my community. And I cannot tell you the amazing things that came from that. The conversations of just being in a room of 30 people preparing meals for people to take home, diapers for people to take home, household items for people to take home in just one event. The conversations that were happening there, the inspiration that was coming out of that event. I attended event after event that year in my need to get out of my own rut. So if you're feeling like you're in a rut and you're feeling stuck, the best thing that I think that you can do is find a way to contribute. And if you're scared to do it because you don't want to leave your house and you don't want to be around people, there are online ways to contribute too. So one of the ways that I feel like I quickly went into when this went in, when it started happening in March was how can I contribute to my community? I can't leave. My governor doesn't want me to leave the house and I can't go to work. So how can we contribute? So we did a, I gathered a panelist, group of panelists. Catherine was one of our experts on those calls. And we reached out and talked about hard topics. And we had experts that came in and talked about these topics. What do you do if you can't pay your bills right now, right? That's happening for people. There are very good people who have saved and done everything right in their lives that all of a sudden are having a loss, a sudden unexpected loss of income, a sudden unexpected loss of job. So if you're feeling stuck, I think I'll I'll just wrap it up really quick because we do value your time and and don't want to take up your whole day. It's such an important topic, though. find a way to contribute to your family, your friends, your community, your neighbor, is there someone that needs groceries delivered? Is there someone that needs to go to the doctor? Just find a way. And and I think also one thing that stood out for me in regards to mindset has been big for me, which is grace. I don't know that I used the word grace a lot before this year. And I've had to dig deep inside and understand that it's okay for others to be fearful. So if you're fearful, I hear you, I see you, and I feel you. I've been fearful before. It's okay. Today's conversation is not about criticism or telling you to be different. It's about tools and resources to change your mindset to help you move forward. If you're feeling anxious, and you know, not certain how you're going to pull your family through the next couple of months. Find grace within yourself <laughs> to accept that that's okay for you yes. to feel that way too. And yes. then find some tools and resources, whether it's morning gratitude, whether it's contribution, whether it's just having empathy for the other humans around you, or creating a new routine for yourself and your family during this time. I think it's important to find grace in your life, grace for others, grace for yourself. Some of the big words that came out of today though, when we all talked about mindset were manage. Manage, that was a big word that came up today. So manage your mindset. Don't let it go crazy. Don't let it go wild, right? Be in control of it. You have that ability. Perception, changing your perception, changing what you're seeing on a daily basis so that your perception is elevated and the vibration is higher. Focus, staying focused, not getting lost in watching Netflix for the next six weeks (laughs) Um, or, and also I love the three B's. I I do. And, And people are experiencing loss beyond a human loss. They're experiencing loss in ways that they never imagined. And so, be present, right? And believe and breathe. So the three Bs, if, if you're looking for a tool or a resource to change your mindset in the middle of the crises that are happening daily around all of us, I would definitely go back to the three Bs anytime. Anybody have anything that they'd like to add before we wrap up today's podcast?
1: I'd just I think like to add thing. that, you know, I'm a big advocate of you know, taking care of our mind, taking care of our bodies because, you know, immune system, taking care of our immune systems (laughs) through a virus situation is super important. The medical medium, he's Mm -hmm. an incredible guy. Check him out, medicalmedium.com. He has a workbook or not a workbook rather, just an article all about boosting the immune system through natural foods, through supplements what foods to eat, what foods not to eat. I'd like to, you can go to his website and download it for free, but I also have it. We'll go ahead. Can we upload that on our beyond your best plan Facebook page? That's possible, right? Ladies. So yeah, we'll, absolutely. we'll go ahead and we'll post that at beyond your best plan Facebook page. Um, it's protecting your bodies, keeping them healthy through any virus.
4: So can I say one thing just by simply saying, I choose to receive a solution for this. I choose for this to become easy, to be easy. Your neurons, your neurites, your whole system changes when you just say that to line up, to receive more thoughts, more ideas, more inspiration. Like That's how powerful we are. We just don't always remember it. So just I choose to receive the answer and the solution for this situation. I choose to make this easy, even then the face of it seeming very hard. Just understand that when you do that, your body, your brain, everything starts to line up for that choice. So whatever you choose, your body and your brain and your whole system, your higher self line up for that choice. And then it's almost like the whole universe starts working for that choice to become true. So within you is the power. Don't forget that. Don't
3: Nobody is more powerful than you are. No one is more powerful than you.
0: Yes. Yes. Well said. Well, I want to thank you for joining us today. Today, we talked about COVID-19 and mindset. So many powerful gems came out of this conversation. We had Whitney Wiley on the call, Kathleen L., Catherine Ford, and Claudette Anderson, and myself, Sarah Taylor. So thank you for joining us. We hope you left, we left you with a little bit of an inspiration to change your mindset. And, and hopefully you gathered just one tool one tool to take you through the rest of this week, this month, and the rest of the year that we're all facing together. We'd love to hear more about how you're going to use those tools. What was the tool that you pulled out of today's conversation? Tell us on the Facebook page, Beyond Your Best Plan, and let us know how using that tool has made an impact. Was there a change? Was there no change at all? Did you have to go in and grab a couple more tools to make that a great resource for you changing your mindset. We'd love to know more about it. And we can't wait for you to join us next week as we talk about going with the flow. We look forward to seeing you one week from today. Thanks for joining us and have a beautiful week. Have a beautiful week. Bye-bye.
4: Bye. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.
0: The Fab Five thanks you for joining us today as we assist you in moving beyond your best plans. We just ask that this week you find one way to step into your authentic self. Listen, review, and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. You can find us at beyondyourbestplan.com. See you on the other side of your best plan.